Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, New yeah. Year's Eve is all around me. It's everywhere I go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kia ora koto. That's right, everyone. It's uh, New Year's Eve here in Aotearoa, God's own New Zealand. Sure is, and you'll never guess what movie we just watched. Yeah, you probably have a good guess by the title. Uh, <laughs> and by the day, it is, of course, the uh, 2011 smash hit uh, rom-com, New Year's Eve. Yeah, and um, this is a great film to kick off 2022 with. Amen. To close the book on 2021 and yep. See you open later. Those that new book. Terrible movies we watched, like Seventeen again, and uh, oh, um, it's a great film. Well, that's what I was going for. Oh. I was going to name these good films that. Uh, and Dune. And, yeah, see, say goodbye to those. Say goodbye those, to Dune. Ugh. Why? Why watch those when you could just watch uh, uh, New Year's Eve? Gary which, Marshall's Magnum Opus mm. and. Uh, a film so the, good. The middle a film of the day trilogy. Mm, yeah. A movie so good that I keep having to remind myself of its name. I keep forgetting if it's New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. And what a star-studded cast in this <laughs> film, Kyle. We've got Zach Efron, Leah Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer, Hilary Swank. Um, the list goes on. It goes on. Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, uh, Julia Roberts. I mean... What? And more, which we'll get into, um, as, as the Timothy as the, Oliphant, Timothy Chalamet in his first role ever. Oh, what kind a of unbelievable! What a surprise! Um, <laughs> oh man, Cole, should we just dive right into it? Um, or yeah. hang on, New Year's Eve. What are you doing? What are your plans? Um, do you like? Are you a big fan of New Year's Eve? Um, kind sometimes. I don't know. For me, it's not really a big big deal. You know, it's just another day, as they say. Um, I usually like to snuggle up and watch um, a, a film, like an ensemble film about a holiday. Rather than experience the holiday for yourself. Why would you? Fair enough. Fair enough. Do when, you... Uh, when like you can watch the likes of Robert De Niro and... Joshua Dumol, my <laughs> two favourite actors, you know, yuck it up in the big city. Amen. Jessica Biel. Whew. Catherine Heigel. And Jonathan Bon Jovi, who Carl, Ur- Carl Urban, <laughs> all the big names, which we'll get into later. We of will, course. but um, I mean, so do, Carl, you, should, do we reflect back on the year of twenty twenty one of dudes doing Disney? Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, before we get into the film, because I know everyone's dying to hear about the, the everyone's favorite. The, we, this is our most requested film as well. They're like, oh, why did you start with Harsh Musical? Why didn't you start with New Year's Eve? <laughs> 
<laughs> you know. And um, and so we're giving the fans what they want. Finally, um, you can stop emailing us. I mean, my email's getting so clogged. I don't even know how they um, got our emails. I, I don't think we've ever put it out on record. Um, but so, but before we get into that, um, yeah, we could reflect on the year. Um, in the, on the in the podcast realm, no one cares about us personally. They all hate us, but they love our our voices and our comedic mm. takes on on cinema. So, what was your favorite um? Uh, episode we recorded this year. Oh, my favourite episode. Probably, I'd say, maybe Adventures of Food Boy. Um, mm. I had a lot of energy in that one. I think it was a film that was so bad it was good, and, like, I was excited to talk about it. Because sometimes, I don't know if you find this, but, like, a film's so bad, it just drains my energy, and I, like, <laughs> struggle to bring myself back up to, yeah. you know, chat for 40 or so minutes. Un- unlike today, which we've got to be full of energy because we both oh, so happy. Um, and also, um... <laughs> Also, with Adventures of Food Boy, we had a special guest who joined us watching it, which also brought a lot of energy to us. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with... Some um, great riffing. Yeah, 17 again was also a highlight for me because that was our first live show. Oh, uh, yes. We had an audience for that, <laughs> which was we hilarious. Really, we really um, grew this year. Yeah, yeah. We, we had a lot of firsts. And we also, we had a big streak. We had like three or four months of just like episodes every week. Mm. Um, I really have loved doing H2O. It's been a that's hope. on the record, and um, I I can't wait to jump back into into that pool, as they say, <laughs> oh, that moon pool, <laughs> that moon pool on uh, Mako Island. But, oh. <laughs> but unfortunately, there were some lows for the year. Mm. Um, my laptop, which we used to record, died on me, and uh, being the struggling artist that I am, mm. I wasn't able to fall on for a very long time. But now, obviously, got a new one, and we're back. We're on. We're here. I think another yeah another low light is definitely um not release it. My my performance on Twilight was a <laughs> was a low point. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't think I've gone back and listened. No, I think I did. I can't remember. Okay, well, there's probably a reason why part two hasn't. Come do you want out. me to uh, just pure laziness? Okay. Just forgetfulness. <laughs> Do you want me to release it? But <laughs> where could we? Could they just be like a New Year's gift? Do you think? Like just in the middle of the week? We'll just we can't keep release reading. it. We can't release it on a Monday. You no, know, when our because imagine if our fans were like, there's an official release. Like we just need to kind of slip it in. Just a just random drop there. on a Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday bonus. I reckon Thursday bonus. Yeah, that's good. Thursday sounds like a good or bonus on some day sort of kind holiday. Of maybe on my birthday. Yeah, sure. That could be fun. The birthday. Uh, my birthday is um, on a Saturday this year. It's, I think. Your birthday's early in the year. Isn't it? 27th of Feb. Yeah. yeah. So that could be a good Twilight Part 2 day. Amen. And then, um, but yeah. Podcast at a party. Podcast at a party. Though. 2022. Yeah. Keep your ears up. We've, we've, we've got lots of plans. This is the first episode as well of the, of our 52 day streak, 52 <laughs> week streak. Yes, that's right. You heard it here first. We're going to be releasing every Monday of the year. Uh, it's a bit of an ambitious uh, promise. We can do it. We better start banking them. Yeah, I know. Okay, t- speaking of banking, <laughs> New Year's Eve is sometimes a bank holiday. Is it? Yeah. No? No, people work on Christmas Eve. Okay, well, sometimes holidays are... Okay. What did I say? Christmas Eve. Yeah. Well, Christmas Eve is a bank holiday, so I was... Spe- and do you know what else is a holiday? New Year's Eve, and that's what film we just watched. Seamless uh, I mean, <laughs> segue. Um, directed by Gary Marshall, like I said before, who uh, did the other day films like uh, Valentine's Day. Um, Mother's Day, those big ensemble um, uh, holiday Inde- films. Independence Day 2, Resurgence. Exactly. And um, Charlie Day. Uh, he created him. Um, but really trying to recreate the formula of uh, Love Actually. It seems like it's the only film to do like a big ensemble cast 
for a, a holiday setting and, and get it right and do it well and I mean, yeah, one gets and you done. to care yeah. about the characters invested and like it cleverly weaves them you know all together um and this was the exact opposite i think <laughs> really because you you seem quite excited by this film earlier you said you were going to say nothing bad about uh, it yeah well i don't think i I don't think I've specifically said anything bad. I think just saying it was the exact opposite of what you said. Because, yeah, it's not set on Christmas, so it's the exact mm. opposite. It wasn't directed by um, Richard Curtis, again, the exact opposite. Mm. Um, yeah, because if you remember from Jingle All The Way, I did say that my New Year's resolution is to be more positive, to bring positivity on the mic. And that's what I'm I'm, um, I'm going to do today. So um, I think this is going so to be a Jackson-centric episode, <laughs> I think. Oh, well, then, I, you know, then I can say it. The writing was god-awful. It's fucking terrible. And I asked Kyle, I was like, do you think a like a good actor can save bad writing? Because like, there's a lot of great actors in this. And they, like Zac Efron, uh, I think, is a very underrated actor. When he's given mm. you know good writing. Because mm. like, the writing in this was terrible, and it almost seemed like his acting was bad. Well, yeah. And like Tom Hanks has won Oscars. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and Tom Hanks didn't bring it in this film. I know, like... He was playing a fire, a fire um, fighter. He was like driving his engine, and his like tire broke, and then you know because a whole bunch of stuff. And Joe like... Joe Pesci was his um, partner. Yeah, <laughs> so, but neither of them, both of them are great actors, but neither of them really like like bought it. I don't think it seemed like they're overacting, but I mean mm. that could be due to the direction or just like the terrible dialogue. Mm. Anyway, look. Guys, enough faffing about. Let's get into the nitty-gritty, the plot summary of this film. Kyle, I had the jingle all the way last week. You're shaking your head at me in excitement. You want to let us know the plot of this film. Give us the rundown. Give us, um, give us the goods. Okay, this is, this is almost impossible to describe. No, I, wanna, I, want you, I want you to go straight off your dome. I can okay. see you scrolling your phone. You're looking for, for a fucking plot summary was, online. Yeah, I want you to try and tell me what the fuck this film was about. <laughs> Magic is gone. Um... <laughs> I was okay. So, uh, fuck. The essentially the film is just a whole bunch of different scenes with actors in them. Um, so it's all set on Christmas Eve and and New Year's are, Eve. Oh fuck, uh, New Year's Eve, and all of the different actors have. Oh fuck! I'm the, this is honestly making me lose my mind. Let me start again. Okay. <laughs> So you got on, this. You got this. Set on New Year's Eve, and there are so many actors and characters that all seemingly are unrelated. They all have their own like problems going on. They've never really invested in any of them, apart from maybe one, which I will touch on. But and and, I, and as the plot goes on, like some of the characters like interact. It's like, oh, Zac Efron's character is actually um, Sarah Jessica Parker's brother. And it's like, oh, wow, like, you didn't see that coming. And it's like one of the characters, I think it's Jessica Biel's dad was Robert De Niro. And so as the movie goes on, it's like, I guess it's kind of like a puzzle piece that does get put together, but you're never really that invested. Hillary Swank's dad. Hillary Swank's dad, sorry. Um, so some of the plot lines, as I can remember, and, and because it's not done in a way where it makes a lot of sense, it's kind of like just very jittery. So it's kind of like you have a one-minute scene somewhere, and then you jump around to, like, another minute scene following a different character so you never get time to invest in anything but this isn't really a plot summary. yeah this makes... is me criticizing so I'll, yeah. I'll go back to the plot summary. they're also like um, unrelated as well just yeah. like people on their own little adventures but they're so one-dimensional sort of stories individually mm. but so some of these stories are robert de niro is dying in the hospital 
that's it. That's and, all um, you get to see. And then Hillary, um, not Hillary, sorry. I was about um, to say Hillary Hallie... Barry. No. <laughs> well, she was also in this film. But again, we'll Surprising touch on that later. <laughs> yeah, it's real weird. Um, but yeah, um, uh, <laughs> Halle Berry. Halle Berry, that's the one. Halle Berry. You can see it. why I get mixed up with yeah. Hillary Berry. Yeah. <laughs> Halle Berry and Hillary Berry. They often get confused. But, um. Uh, Halle Berry, and then also um, Kerry Ellis. He's the what? He's the guy who play who's the main guy in the Princess Bride. He's also the Doctor, and it's pretty much that. That's the plot. Robert De Niro's character is dying, and then that's it. Um, Hillary Swank's character is like operating the big ball in like the Times Times Square Alliance. Yeah, society. She's a part of some sort of like secret cult that runs. She's the one who's running the ball that gets lowered, you know, on New Year's Eve. And um, it's not working, so she's trying to figure out how to fix it. That's a whole again. That's a whole story. That's it. Um, uh, there's a caterer for a ludicrous is there as well. Chat oh to yeah, and then his yeah again. Ludicrous is there. Um, I think he's like a police officer, like helping. I don't know security mm, for the I, event. I guess so. And then there's a caterer who is, like, who used to date this big magician who's called Jensen, who's um, <laughs> John, as John Bon Jovi. He doesn't do a terrible job, actually. He was pretty fun. Uh, he had some great magic tricks. He's... Did he? She <laughs> said he was a magician. Oh. <laughs> I was going to see if we could keep it going. Oh, I didn't realise I said that. He's a musician. <laughs> but David Copfield was in this playing a magician. But again, we'll get into that later. Um, Penn and Teller were great. They were. Oh, well, Josh Dumal actually gets called Penn and Teller. So yeah, which is really sort focused, of full but, circle. Which is really pays weird. Pays off but later. Then, yeah, gets paid off later. But yeah, so Catherine Heigl like, used to be in love. She's the caterer. Used to be in love with Jensen. I think he proposed or something. He backed off and ran away. Um, and then she's like, I guess, trying to figure it out. And then Sophia Volgara, she's also there. Just kind of doing her classic thing which is not speaking English properly because everyone in America thinks that's so funny. That's her only stick. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's funny in Modern Family when that's not her only thing. Like, she's actually really funny. But, well, no one stay, but exactly. it seems like, yeah, when she's cast other things, it's just mm-hmm. every, that one-dimensional thing, yeah. which... And then... the dated. I think the only other storyline worth mentioning, oh, I guess there's Josh Dumal who needs to make it back for his big speech... Um, which would last At what, a what was that thing? It was like some corporate event, but yeah. like he also wanted to find this woman he met at New Year's Eve the year before, and she said to meet him there next New Year's Eve. It turned out to be um, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker. Parker. Cool um, and then um, Aston Kutcher, who was Zach Efron's right. roommate. Yeah, Zach Efron's in this. Aston Kutcher was trapped in the lift with Leah Michelle, and then they fall in love, of course, as they do. That's literally it. Because no, he, he was the only character who needed to learn the true meaning of New Year's Eve, whatever that means. Yeah, he was like a, a, the New Year's Eve grunch. grunch. Yeah. He was a Grinch. Like taking a New Year's down Eve Grinch. The, taking down all the, all the um, decorations and stuff, which is stupid anyway. But who cares? That's, that was that story. And then the, the big one, for me at least, which was Zac Efron helping Michelle Pfeiffer like, complete her this list. Was, and that was the only one that was kind of interesting and like wholesome. Yeah. And, like, if it was given more time, I feel like if they just cut down the the amount of different stories they had going on, because they, they were all just so half-baked. That could have been a whole film, Zachary Efron and Michelle Pfeiffer. Just like, that trying to one, actually, yeah, yeah. Like, that's that, kind of interesting. That was a nice story. It was just a, a, good, a wholesome feeling about mm. it, you know? And then they kissed at the end. Yeah. And I guess that's the plot, really, in the movie. End. Oh, Halle Berry's... Are we missing some? No. 
No, yeah, nothing worth mentioning. Danny Trejo oh, yeah. comes as, uh, which was so that's, strange. That's I guess wrapped, at the time that's wrapped of, wrapped into the lift storyline though. Yeah, Danny Trejo comes in as his character Machete from the Machete films, and rescues Ashton Kutcher and Lee Michelle from the elevator. I think they're trying to set up a spin-off Machete Day. Machete Day, yeah. <laughs> Mach- no Machete Day. <laughs> Um, they really tried to branch this day universe out, mm, but it didn't get yeah. far after Mother's Day. Yeah, they Although really... we're, I heard the New Zealand Film Commission's looking at doing a Waitangi Day film. I'm not. I'm not really for that. I think there could be some issues there. But well, I mean, if, I, if I do it tastefully, if they do it tastefully, yeah. If they get the right people um, making it, you know, the right voices. Mm, Taika. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Cool. Yeah, Paul Henry. Yeah, Paul Henry, yeah, he's the voice this country needs. Um, <laughs> so, that's the plot. Everyone loved it. Is it? More or less. I feel like we're probably missing some storylines. I don't think we are. Yeah, oh, Sarah Jessica Parker has a daughter, oh, yeah. Abigail Breslin, who just wants to go hang out with their friends on New Year's Eve, and her mum's like, um, no, you're underage. Are you not kidding me? Version. New York is the most dangerous place in um, <laughs> in New York. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, is it because New York's such a big, dangerous city, she says? And then this guy walks past. He's like, you ever been to Newark? <laughs> Just like, that was fucking brilliant. That was actually my favourite part of the film. Such a oh, great yeah, throwaway That's probably, line. like, your favourite bit of, like, any film we've watched. You, like, squealed with joy <laughs> for, like, 30 seconds. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I, Just because we watched The Sopranos, I was like, hey. <laughs> I get that reference, huh? <laughs> Kyle, so, uh, who are you going to kiss on New Year's Eve? Um, is this like out of the cast or in real life? Uh, both. Okay, yeah, well... And uh, the, who in the cast would you kiss on New Year's Eve? Um, oh, I'm, none... Oh, Meryl Streep? Um, ah, I kind of am, am leaning towards... <laughs> Come on, come on. Look, I, I'm kind of, I'm really leaning towards <laughs> Prince Harry. This such a tough decision. Prince Harry. He, Prince, Prince Harry. Prince Edward. Prince Harry. <laughs> Prince Edward. No, Prince no, Harry. Prince to... Edward wasn't in the film. No, Prince to... Harry was, he was the one who was right, who was, um, was... Oh, I was trying to think of the dodgy one that hang out with... Um... Oh, Andrew. Was it, yeah, was it Andrew, Andrew, Prince no, Andrew, that's no, what I was thinking. Prince no, 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 Prince Andrew. He was the horse, he was the carriage driver. In this film? Yeah. No, in real life. No, in the film oh. we literally just watched. Yeah, so I'd probably... Yeah, probably him. And then in... The lines are being blurred so much. Yeah. And then in real life, I imagined my girlfriend. Do you have a girlfriend? Yeah. Since... Oh, when? A month? Truly? Yeah. You didn't tell me this. Oh. Well, we don't see each other super often. Thank you. Not enough. We yeah. try and do more. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah. If only oh. one of us had some sort of, like, birthday event, the other one could have gone to. Look, listener, who throws a birthday party on Boxing Day? <laughs> no, we can't break this facade. we got to maintain that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, no, guys, we are friends outside of the podcast, yeah. too. It's not just a working no, exactly. relationship. Yeah, now, who would you kiss in the cast and in real life? Um, real life, probably my girlfriend as well. Or probably Why? your girlfriend as well. Um, Have you got a girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, only in two years. Oh, shit. Fuck, I feel like I haven't seen you in so long. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> and then who in the cast? 
And in the cast, um, Andrew Garfield. Mm, that's good. Yeah. I liked when he came out of that portal. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. We have to put spoilers for Spider Man. Spoilers. Spoilers for Spider Man. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I sound like I'm high and I'm really not. Yeah, this is, like, we both are like, this is probably the most. <laughs> we're on this, we've got the sillies. I think we've got this. This is the most energetic I think we've I ever been on mic for the worst it movie seems we've like, seen. It seems like we're high, but I think we've just got the afternoon sillies. Truly. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to have to put. Uh, Spoilers was <laughs> Do we? No, but unironically, um, Michelle Pfeiffer. I'd kiss out of this film. That's a good choice. Yeah. I didn't recognize yeah. her for a while. Like, she's such a character actor. Is she? I don't think you know what that word means. You say that quite often. Yeah. <laughs> she's Catwoman. <laughs> she? She's, she's like, the wasp. Oh, so you mean she plays characters. In films, isn't that what an actor is? <laughs> so isn't every actor a character actor? <laughs> Yeah, every actor's a method actor. They've all got a method to acting. <laughs> uh, duh. <laughs> duh. I need to go to film school to learn that. What can we talk about this film? Because I made, I made four um, notes, okay, well, and I, one of I, them okay. was great cast. <laughs> okay, well, tied into that, I mean, again, we'll get into the cast later. Um, but the the very early on, I think within the first 10 minutes, you looked at me and you said this quote, and it's one, two, three, four, five, it's seven words, and I think this perfectly encapsulates just the mood of this film, okay. and you looked at me and said, who is she? She looks so familiar. <laughs> <laughs> and was that I, about Michelle Pfeiffer? I can't remember who it was about, but that is literally what this film is, it is just... Um, is just that's this whole film is just oh wow I know this person and oh I know this person. I think that's the thing they try to like go like bank off of that um, uh, A star power. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, like that... with certain films, like uh, Don't Look Up, that just came out recently. Like it's a yeah. it's a very A list cast, and like the the characters aren't very com complex, but they almost don't need to be. Like the these actors have enough charisma to carry it, but it's more about. What's going on in the film? Like Yeah, like what's in it? Ron Perlman was in it for like three seconds. I was like, yeah. And Michael Chiklis was in it. And I was like, you wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even notice the no. the original thing himself. Yeah, exactly. And it's just... <laughs> Did you catch that? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> um, I feel like there must have been a lot of stuff cut out of that film. Yeah, this feels like it could have been like a 10-episode mm -hmm. um, miniseries. Would you have watched that if it was a 10-episode? What, don't look up? Are you talking about New Year's Eve? I'm talking about New Year's oh, Eve. Fuck, I thought we were still on that. No, I no. wish we were talking about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, and you actually said something earlier. You're like, God, it's depressing. I'm paraphrasing here. Like, there's so many movies, like, we want to watch. And, like, here we are watching this shit. Like, yeah, I said, yeah, for what? two, I said for two hours. Yeah, I said, there are so, isn't it depressing knowing that there are so many movies that I want to watch? I'm like, there's not enough time. And then instead, I'm like, just without thinking, I'm time? just like watching this movie that you... That I don't want to watch. Time is infinite. Good God. Not for everyone, though. Do you mean it's finite or infinite? Finite. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I mean, finite. Yeah, 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 yeah. And here opposite. we are. That's the depression. That is the exact opposite. But, no, I mean, it brings us closer together. I think we, we share this experience. We we have a good laugh. I know, yeah. Well, I had and then we don't laugh. see each other for three months. And then... I know, yeah. Because <laughs> your laptop breaks conveniently. <laughs> Convenient. <laughs> no, but I wouldn't keep coming back to you if I really... 
I could have just saved my laptop. I couldn't get a new one. Yeah, okay, and Then you okay. see me at a local cafe. I'm not doing work. <laughs> Writing what your you... script. <laughs> telling everyone that you're a writer. Jeez. What are... I heard you've started a new podcast. <laughs> Dude's doing Nickelodeon, was he? <laughs> but Dude, okay. Dude's doing documentaries? What was this? <laughs> Wow, we should start, like, we could do some spin-off uh, podcast series, and then we'd get to watch something educational as well. I think we need to get enough people listening to this first, <laughs> before what? we start a network. Uh, we don't. <laughs> but if I, could, if I go back to the point I didn't quite get to make, oh, with, um, no, it's my own fault, I keep going on ta- absolute tangents. Um, like, Don't Look Up, uh, mm. I was talking about with the, their cast, like with this film, I feel like they're trying to rely on the cast to carry it. But when the writing's that bad, they can only do so much. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it, it's it's just when there's actually no story. Because the thing with Don't Look Up, it's got a good story to oh yeah to carry it through. But this has no fucking story. No, <laughs> it literally yeah. I think within the first half an hour, me and Jackson kind of looked at each other and we were like, "Is it why have we just blacked out? Or has nothing interesting <laughs> happened like at all?" Oh uh, yeah, I said to you, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm like paying enough attention or if like just nothing's really going on. And nothing really did, um, but, I, yeah. Like, what else is there to say? Is this just going to be a really short episode? Maybe. I did write some notes, though. I wrote, m- most of the notes I wrote were uh, Give just them to me. songs from the film that we could have sung. <laughs> that was Give Me Everything. Did they have Pitbull in there? Yeah, they get Give Me Everything by Pitbull. We could end with that. Um, 2012, It Ain't the End of the World, which I believe I've sung on another episode. You did. I can't remember which one. It's quite poetic, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Uh, what a Wonderful <laughs> World. Um, classic. Um, yeah, those are all the songs. Oh, Raise Your Glass by Pink. Oh. So there you go. Those are all Thomas my classic. notes. Those are actually all <laughs> no, your no. notes. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> no, I wrote... Um, okay, that's pretty much all my notes. Um, I've did... only got two notes left. <laughs> Same. You made five. And it... <laughs> okay, what's, what's, what's one of your notes? Um, we'll do one each. Oh, there was one line from Sophia Vergara. She was on the phone to uh, Catherine Heigl, mm-hmm. and she said, uh, "Are you psychotic?" And uh, um, Catherine Heigl goes, "It's psychic." So, like you're saying before, the classic. Oh, she can't speak English pro- properly mm. as a point of humour, which is just doesn't fly. It's not, it doesn't fly, guys. It's not on. Come on, grow up. And uh, grow up. Who's <laughs> doing Disney? Public service announcement. <laughs> Grow up. Um, and testing, they had to test the confetti at uh, the yeah. New Year's Eve drop during the day, which um, I thought was a bit silly. Mm. What do you, what do you but I think it's because there was. It, like, was, it was people throwing it too. It wasn't like a machine doing like it. Testing. It was because I I actually remember reading the behind the scenes, and it's be, it was actually a meta joke. Uh-huh. It was because they had to replace the whole cast because of a big machete, not machete, confetti. Well, actually, that's actually I don't know why I'm laughing because that's actually what happened because they had to test the confetti, and it's because the previous cast misheard the prop manager and they thought they said machete. So when they tested the the uh, the when they said, I'll oh, throw down the confetti, they thought they said the machetes. Because <laughs> so this whole cast was like 22 other massive A-listers. And, um, and but then they all like were horribly injured because of the machetes. And that was the cast from Valentine's Day, right? Yeah. They were going to carry on through to this film. It's but... gotta be, this is going to be Valentine's Day 2, mm. New Year's Eve day. <laughs> but um, 
<laughs> but they didn't do it because that whole cast was in a horrible um, confetti slash machete um, mix-up, which is just ling- linguistically tragic. It was one of the biggest uh, linguistic um, accidents. Surprised and and very ballsy move of um, New Line Cinema to go through with this film after and then for, a travesty like that. And for including the character machete. <laughs> Having Danny Trejo coming as his classic character machete. Like, Jesus. Like, it's almost like them saying that they're invincible and they can do no wrong. It was really um, distasteful. But yeah, you know. But give it a watch for yourselves just to see what we're talking about because it is very mind-blowing. Just seeing the cast, oh, all the stars. Amen. But again, we'll get into that after um After, after the notes. IMDb. Oh, I've some notes. Yeah, I can put your face. I, I, one of my notes is a million cops and that's because one of the first shots of the film is just like literally a million cops all that's like right. like saluting and then like jumping in like probably like 300 cop cars and I was like how come you even need so many cops I was like is there like an, was there like a heist plot line cut out of this probably that would have been more interesting that would have been pretty cool should have kept that in and then my other note before we get into the trivia was the kissing scene was disgusting and that was when New Year's Eve hit and then, like, you saw the crowd of, of um, New York. New oh, York is yeah. all, like, kissing. I'm all kissing the... here. Yeah, they're, like, yeah. And bumping into each other. And then, yes, yeah, so I'm kissing here. Forget about it. But then, like, all the cops, like, just turned and started making out with all the, like, young yeah, chicks. I was like, this abusing is, like, the power. It was really And there were some disgusting. shots of, like, guys in crowd just trying to kiss women. And they're like, oh, no, you keep oh, going. Yeah. And, and then they just try on someone else. <laughs> that was really young. But Jesus I guess it was supposed Christ. to be funny because the main actor, the chick in the shot was kind of like, oh, ha ha. But it's like, what? The guy was just like seedily like searching. It's weird how they play that stuff for laughs, eh? But it's like, that's actually just fucking well, probably just, It's probably just directed by a man. An old... And by that point, he was probably like 70-something. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> it's hilarious. But Gary Marshall, <laughs> by the way, is sort of like pioneered like the American sitcom. Like he created uh, Happy Days and... Mm. Mork and Mindy and, and like he the wrote Dick on, Van Dyke he, show way back I think he wrote on those those early the Dick Van Dyke and that I think he wrote on those yeah. but he created yeah I Love Lucy and Mork and Mindy and shit crazy stuff um, oh, there was another thing that was bizarre Matthew Broderick makes a brief appearance for like a minute just oh, like yeah. comes in on this limousine I think he's like some rich businessman or he's part of the um, tr- uh, I was about to say Trade Center Alliance. Hmm. What was it? Times Square Alliance. Yeah, yeah. And tells Hilary Swank, you know, what's what. And then as he drives off in the limousine, um, crashes into two people. And I don't know if he like knew they had done that or if they like done that post and post exactly to like Make keep a, yeah. yeah raise awareness and keep that alive and let people know what he had done. Mm. But if you don't know, look it up. Because it was the same with OJ being in it. <laughs> they did that whole big scene with OJ. Well, they re-edited. Um, they used footage from <laughs> the, the old Lethal Weapons. <laughs> now, what was the film? Was he in Naked Loaded Gun? Gun. La- Naked, Naked Gun. Naked Gun. Naked yeah. Gun. They reused footage from that, right? Yeah, the part when he was trying to break into the boat and kicks his foot through the door and gets the windowsill crushed on his fingers. It's yeah, it's real seamless. weird. It was real weird. And then you have the whole car chase scene, like in real life, they used that news footage, but like took the took the new stuff out. Everyone was which, in this movie. Which <laughs> Iron Man showed up. Which was strange because it was 2012. Yeah, it was real weird. Well, 2011 going into 2012. Mm-hmm. But that's all for notes. Uh, Kyle, shall we head on over into our favourite corner for Chad's IMD- Corner? <laughs> well, Chad's Corner. Yeah, Corbin Blue is in there. We've got to bring Chad's Corner back. Three, two, one. Chad's corner. Right. The way you 
Yeah, I know. Just bounced off mic and left me hanging. Yeah, because I'm not. I'm not a singer like you. I'm not a trained singer. I don't, have, I don't have a song on Spotify. <laughs> um, Guys, looking forward to summer and enjoyed Crate Day. Well, don't let the Crate Day die. Crate Day by Truly Friday is available to stream on all streaming platforms. It's a great summer anthem. Get it in ya. Great. Today, and we're back. Thanks today's for the, episode thanks our sponsor. Yeah. Today's um, sponsor for Chats Corner is, uh, is Truly Friday. <laughs> Stream that song now. Um, Please. Yeah, well, so Corbin Blue was in this scene, and he didn't share any scenes with Zach Efron, which was and great. Just in such a missed opportunity. Mm, yeah, but he did, every time it cut to him, he was wearing a new shirt with a slogan on it, which was really weird because, you know, it was like it's all on the same day. So every time, like the camera left and came back, he was like, wearing a new shirt with a slogan. I'm on gonna it. cut this out. No, why? <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna cut this out. It happens in the film. You know, I'd never cut anything out. So. Yeah, I know. So we'll each say our favourite shirt he was wearing. You can start. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, so what so was it? So yeah, so what was your favourite T-shirt that Chad was wearing? Um, uh, that nine eleven re- remembrance shirt. <laughs> that one wasn't bad. I liked New Year's Eve, <laughs> which he wore in the strip club scene. <laughs> It was a bit on the nose when he went to go visit um, his adopted father, Robert De Niro, in the hospital. And he's wearing that New Year's fever shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wasn't great. And it was real weird when he was wearing a... He was wearing a t-shirt with the Valentine's Day movie poster <laughs> on it. Like, advertising <laughs> the previous family. That was really weird. I know we said we'll name one each, but I mean, there were so many good There's t-shirts. There's so many. That's just the tip of the iceberg as I well. Know, we could go on. We could but do a we whole just don't have bon- time. We, we on, don't have time. We do a bonus episode. We don't have time. We do not have time. Oh, but I'll do one more. Well, we'll each do one more. I mean, just go one more. <laughs> we there was we don't one have time. Because I'm pretty sure there was a heist, heist like storyline cut out because he was wearing a shirt that said New Year's Thief. <laughs> And I think he had that. There was that shirt that I'm pretty sure was referencing the Husky musical uh, uh, franchise, mm. and it said like four movies in a season. So I think they were hoping for another movie in oh. a, a season of a TV show. Mm. But four New, New Year's Eve, there was four New Year's Eve movies in their TV show. New Year's Eve, the the movie, <laughs> the series. Something I do want to elaborate on more, because we said Zac Efron and Michelle Pfeiffer's um, uh, sort of story and arc was good, but we didn't really say what, what it was and what was happening. So she was like this sort of really uh, awkward person who was a bit of a shut-in and like didn't like interacting with other people. And um, her boss was going to make it work on New Year's Eve, so she quit and wanted to make resolutions. And um, she'd been given these like tickets for some big New Year's mm. Eve party that she didn't care about or want to go to. And Zac Efron was like a delivery guy who like delivered there all the time and she never spoke to him. And he's, and he's like, you know what? You never speak to me. And then saw that she got the tickets. And then she caught him outside and was like, um, look, if you help me tick all these things off, I'll give you these tickets. 
So like that. Sort of a nutcracker it, ball. Yeah, but it had things like go to Bali, and I'm like, if we, you want to like do all of this in one day, but he ends up doing like really sweet well, things. Like he takes want, her to this like uh, spa retreat that's like a Bali theme. If you want to get all the stuff, you if you want to get all that stuff done, then you're gonna need a bigger boat. Yeah, that was. That was a quote from the film, everyone. That's what uh, Zac Efron says. Probably the only truthful thing we've said so far. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and with that, anyway, but yeah, ends real wholesomely. And they then, kiss. Yeah, they, they end up kissing. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was it, one of the better stories of the film. Um, now, Kyle, if you don't mind heading on over to IMDb Trivia with me. Mm-hmm, let's go. Ooh. Okay, so. Um, God, there's some doozies in here for you. Some absolute doozies. Dudes. So, Dudesies. And we touched on this briefly earlier, but this film was announced as some kind of continuation for Gary Marshall's holiday-themed Valentine's Day 2010. Mm. The project evolved into a different entity, recasting some of the protagonists in different roles. So, uh, pe- you know, people are going to carry over and end up getting recast. Are there any same actors from that film in this film as well? From Valentine's Day? Yeah. Never seen it. Oh, I thought you were a big fan. No. It's sitting on Blu-ray on your shelf over there. Oh, I haven't seen it. You know, I've got lots of Fair enough, true. You got, you got Lynch's Dooney, so I haven't seen it. Fair enough. Mm. Um, And the groom at the beginning of the film was played by ex-new kid on the block, uh, Joey McIntyre. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> that is good trivia. Um, oh, you knew who Carrie... Elvis was? Yeah, he's yeah. the he's an actor who's in Saw. He was in um, Princess oh. Bride. He was in um, some episodes of Psych. Well, this is the eighth film where he plays a doctor. Oh yeah, well he was a doctor in in Saw. There we go. Yeah, I feel like they're really um, trying to you know scraping the bottom of the barrel for trivia here. Mm. Um, oh, actually, this was the one that I said oh, you'd yeah. absolutely love. Yeah. So Leah Michelle portrayed one of John Bon Jovi's backup singers in this movie, mm. and in two thousand and ten. She unintentionally, well, allegedly, almost hit him with a car once <laughs> while she was reversing on Robertson Boulevard. That is good. Yeah, she almost killed him. And then a year later, hi. Hi, hi. <laughs> it's weird because the trivia, like, tails off. It says the film was her debut and then doesn't, <laughs> doesn't say anything else. Was it her film debut? Wasn't there a glee? What about, like, there's a, there's a comma there, like, it's going to oh, carry on. and then... was her debut. Yeah. Um, Sarah right. Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick are a real-life husband and wife um, punching much. <laughs> Carla uh, Gugino previously appeared on John Bon Jovi's music video for Always. This is the second oh, time they've worked together. That's probably my favourite Bon Jovi song as well. It's a slap, so. Yeah, Bit of Roses. There's some bangers, man. Some good ballads, though. Mm-hmm. Always is so fucking good. Yeah. Carla uh, Gugino as well. Very, very talented uh, actor. She's great. Um, Reese Witherspoon was offered a role but turned it down. Damn fool. Okay, Her career has tanked since. These <laughs> suck. As of 2019, this film somehow includes four Oscar winners. <laughs> Hilary Swank, Robert De Niro, Halle Berry, and Common. Common's won an Oscar? Was that for music? Oh, it must have been. Oh, yeah. Well, he filmed his scene in five minutes. Oh, yeah, that, again, that didn't get resolved. So Halle, Halle Berry's it's... husband was Common, who they, like, video called at the end because, you know, he was in, like, the Middle East or whatever. Mm. And then just as it, like, hit midnight, his, um, like, the the footage, the connection between them, like, when you're staticky. So obviously something happened to um to Common, 
and then Halle Berry was like crying, and then we never saw anything more. Fun, I guess. I guess yeah. that's New Year's I Eve. I think that was just meant to flesh her out because all we'd known about her to that point was that she was just a nurse at the hospital. Yeah, but. And then, like, she's getting dressed up. You think she's going out for New Year's Eve, but it's just a video chat, her husband. Mm. Quite sweet, but you know. Oh, here's a good one Italian censorship visa number 104902 delivered on uh, 19th of the 12th, 2011. That that's, was a good one. That's on the official IMDb trivia. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, was a, that was a good one. Yeah. Do you want to find one more, just like a doozy to end this on? There's really nothing. Okay, eh? well, there's okay, way, I, I could have a look at ghosts or crazy <laughs> credits. <laughs> What's happened to our favorite, our fan favorite segment, IMDb trivia? Well, you got to save us with reviews. Oh, Surely there's got to be uh, some doozies. And I have actually, I've got so many. We've got, oh, let's kick it off. Zach Efron saying, yo, I see you, player, is the first thing you hear upon entering hell. <laughs> I don't remember him saying that. Neither. Okay, oh well. Um, for fuck's sake, why was this the first movie I watched this year? <laughs> you got to watch it at the end of the year, man. Yeah, come exactly. On. Yeah, come on. Um, Boneless Love Actually. <laughs> That's not bad. Um, Accurate. These type of movies have me on permanent chokehold. I'm the only target audience. That was three stars. <laughs> or five? Mm. Um, why? Why, God, did I do this to myself? First movie of 2021, and I watch this shit. Zac Efron is a good actor, and yet this makes me question his abilities. Big oof. Just call it white B-list celebrity cameo the movie. <laughs> oh, here's one. It's just ticked over midnight here in New Zealand, so Happy New Year, everyone. Here's to 2021. No stars. This person did not watch the movie. <laughs> They're just saying they thought it was a New Year's Eve like uh, uh, forum. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is what I picture a basic-ass white family watches for a movie night, two out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd give it that. Um, oh, I won't end on that one. So, um, oh, okay. So I was not... Oh, so I was not. Oh, so I was gonna not be a complete cynical asshole and give this one out of five stars. But then I left the after credits on in the background, and there was a scene where a nurse pulls two Blu-rays of <laughs> Valentine's Day from a pregnant woman's vagina, and they both look at the camera, a camera, like, "Ha ha ha, Gary Marshall, you're such a clever man." I don't feel bad at all about giving it a half star now. Half star. <laughs> it does feel bad to speak mm. ill of the dead. Yeah. Um. Uh, if you want to try and break Carries up, on. <laughs> no, no, this is a separate one. Uh, if you want to try and break up with your girlfriend or boyfriend, just ask them to watch this shit with you. <laughs> um, um, I've got two more. Uh, already twenty-four hours have passed since I watched this film, and already I've forgotten so much of it. It was a nice film. Both Valentine's Day and Mother's Day were better than this. This had no real funny moments, just lots of nice ones. The best storyline was the most unbelievable, which saw Zac Efron take a try to make Michelle Pfeiffer's New Year's Eve the ultimate one. There are so many more movies you could watch out of there that do this, only better. Don't choose this, choose one of them. Choose When Harry Met Sally is infinitely greater. Which I'd agree, Harry Met Sally is not, nothing like this, but it's also just an incredible, incredible film. There's no need to watch it. Well, you should. It's, it's one of my favourite rom-coms. But they say Valentine's Day is better, so it looks like we've got a good Valentine's Day to look forward to. On Valentine's Day, of course, and yeah. then Mother's Day as well. Okay, and here's the last one, which I think is the most philosophical and the one with the most conversation. 
um, is one star. Uh, people blame Marvel for beginning the era of, look, that person from that thing you like is going to meet that other person from that other thing you like in the crossover. But the blame is wrongly placed. It is these rom-coms. <laughs> they, exist for your t- you, uh, they exist for you to ooh and ah. You think you've seen that guy in something before, and wow, he just crossed paths with that other guy you've, you've seen in something before. The storytelling is secondary to recognition. It's just bad. I like Michelle Pfeiffer, but that's it. It should go without saying I was not in control of the movie choice for tonight. <laughs> but I think that's... Um, that, the point about Marvel is that's definitely a problem I have with Marvel these days is just they're, always, they're banking on that or all you need to do is like show you know the Hulk and everyone will like go, oh, this was a great movie. You know, they do go recognition over over plot which is why i personally actually really loved the new spider-man because the plot wasn't second i think they found a good reason for the recognition to exist mm. i think it didn't feel forced. it worked with the plot like yeah. it was part of it which was nice but yeah. i really enjoyed shang um shang chi like yeah i enjoyed shang chi was my second favorite marvel movie of the year mm. but then i hated eternals and then black widow just kind of didn't. i haven't seen eternals yeah black widow was just yeah more well, eternals is yeah they don't need any more publicity. Um, no. Publicity. Yeah, any... Disney. You don't need anything from us. I watched The Dry last night. That was a great, oh, yeah. great Australian uh, indie film. Check that out if you can. Eric Bana, I don't know if you remember him. Um, Australian powerhouse actor through Hollywood in the early 2000s. One of the um, greats. One of the greats. But yeah, I think he's just, you know, a humble family man now in Australia. Does what he can when he can. And fuck yeah, no, it was a really, really compelling film. It was, it was great. Talking of Australia, what are we going Australia to... Day. I would not watch that. <laughs> no, I meant, um, <laughs> speaking of Australia, the next episode that you'll be listening to will be... I'm the ordinary girl from a different underworld. I'll put that in there. Oh, there we, we go, um, guys. That's right. Next week, we're back with H2O. Just said water. Uh, we, we, there would have been uh, what, an episode or two skipped because uh, we're still trying to find the lost tapes. Yeah, which was a great one, actually. We had a lot of stuff going on. Um, I can't. I can't remember the episode, but I will not be rewatching it. We'll just try to get that deleted. The deleted episode. We'll get it back, back to you. Yeah. And um, that's everything from us here at Dudes Doing Disney for 2021. I believe so. Oh yeah. Well, no, it's 20. This is the first episode, of 2022. Yeah, but yeah, you know, wrapping up 2021 as well oh, at the same time. Oh, that's true. You know. Yeah. Two Goodbye. birds, one stone. Yeah, that's true. Goodbye last year. Hello this year. Amen. Um, hope you guys had a good uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day and. Uh, I hope there's many uh, good things on the horizon for you in 2022. Yeah. And uh, many good hours of listening from provided by us, of course. Couldn't see the better myself. Mm. Oh, we didn't mention all of the big stars that are in the movie. We named a few. Okay, great. <laughs> do you want to do you want to list them off as I uh, sing us out to Pitbull? Yeah. Okay. What was the Pitbull song? Oh, oh wait, no, me... can I do Pink? It was Give Me Everything. Oh, yeah, you can do pink. Yeah, it's okay, raise your glass. Okay. Raise your glass. Ben Affleck. Ben Stiller. Hilary Berry. Patrick Gower. John King. The Queen. Barack Obama's daughters. Pink. 